have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. Silence! Our great and powerful Oz knows why you have come. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. You have meddled with the primal forces of nature. Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. <laughs> And now, Reality Rants with Jason Burmes. And who loves you, and who do you love? Good morning, everybody. I hope that this thing's uh, going well. There's uh, somebody in training. We're not on our regular thing. Um, I was hearing a bit of an echo before, so let me know in the comments section over at YouTube whether or not everything sounds okay, etc., etc. We're going to do things just a little bit different today. I got a few stories I want to hit. I know a lot of you came for the Cardi B. Don't worry. We're, we're going to lead with the Cardi B. Let's see. We got some text going. Sounds good on their end. That's good. We're going to do an old-fashioned Ask Me Anything within the first hour. Of course, we're going to be going over to premium, as we always do, in the second hour. But I've been talking my face off. The last few days, guys, like yesterday, first of all, totally caught off guard. You saw me sweating at the end. Um, heat was going. No, thank you. Then I thought I was doing one show. I thought I was uh, subbing in one place over uh, at American Media Periscope. I thought I was going to be interviewing uh, Joe Hoff for an hour. Great. I did that. That was the second show. They had a whole show where I usually am a contributor for either 30 or 60 minutes but there's another host and they just said hey go wild kid so during like this last week and, and by the way one of the other guys cut out on me earlier in the week so i had like a guest for 15 minutes i had 45 minutes to, to go see this is on my own let me see if i can hit power on this anyway because i can't hear it oh i hate that let's see how do we how do we do this I should take USB through all, and maybe that'll do it. Um, yeah, looks like that killed it. Hopefully, you guys on the other end. Nope. Oh, this is going to drive me nuts. All right, we're turning that off. Okay, that should do it. Hopefully, no more. Good. Done. Gone. We'll put the USB through back on because it doesn't even matter. Okay. Done ranting and raving about shop. <sighs> I got a lot to talk about. Not just Cardi B. And, and look, guys, I don't like to play into the celebrity culture. I don't personally love Cardi B. Uh, I have done videos in the past because of things that she said. Uh, 
I think it speaks to the culture that this is one of the most famous people and entertainers in our country. And kind of like that instant gratification, Instagram-like culture that is being pushed upon everybody. That social media culture, you know, the one um, where your daughter or your son is sitting there clicking on 46 selfies only to send one out with a bunch of filters on it anyway. Or, or retaking some ridiculous video again and again and again. That's why I like to do it live, though, I'll, I'll be honest. Because when I am trying to say something, okay, and I have all the time in the world and we're pre-recording something, I'm so tempted to just stop it, add something, or do a retake. Here it's just like you got to move forward, right? You got to be off the cuff. Uh, I, I believe it's a good thing. Do I get things wrong? You bet I do. You bet I do. It's called being a human being. But Cardi B, she's not getting this one wrong, folks. Uh, Cardi B slams Biden over inflation. Rapper says grocery prices have tripled and his outrage now costs $7. As she calls on President Biden to put this shiz down. Look, here's the deal. Um, President Biden doesn't run anything. President Biden hasn't run anything. That's imagination land. And we have to acknowledge that. We got a poopy pants puppet in office. It was never 8% inflation. That's ridiculous, right? That's that's just, how did people buy into that number? I, I mean, I've done some pretty basics on the show. Eggs are, are a great example. A cheap, extremely healthy food for you. One that is very, very, remember they used to demonize Atkins before he slipped, fell, and uh, died because of eggs being on his diet? Oh, they're terrible. They want you away from those eggs. No, eggs are great for you and relatively cheap up until the COVID-1984 nightmare comes in and changes the game. Pre-COVID-1984, I am not exaggerating in all these, sometimes 39, 49 cents a dozen. The, the local um, red apple, red barrel, something like that, you get them for a buck, okay? And still pretty reasonable, a, you know, a year and a half, two years ago, when all this was just starting, still like two, two and a half dollars. Now it's like four to five dollars a dozen for the non-organic ones. It's a huge, that's not 8%. So Cardi ain't wrong. One of the things that I can appreciate about a Cardi B or somebody like Cardi, is they didn't come up in some entertainment, Holly weird family, right? Or some, you know, rich trust fund kid that was able to get into acting and pursue their dream. No, Cardi B came up, you know, in, in the real world and understands what $7 lettuce means for the rest of us. But, but Biden can't put anything down because he can uh, barely get to the toilet before putting it down, if you know what I'm saying, Cardi. It's over. They gave you a poopy pants puppet and they put Kamala Embarrass, the cackle monster, the sleeping with Willie Brown social climber. That's who they gave you. Again, in the past, at least there was an illusion of a leader. Now, re really? Yeah, George uh, W. Bush running the country? Come on. The guy wanted to run Major League Baseball, which would have been very trying for him. 
but he would have been a lot more involved. But then again, uh, with all that being said, all those people behind him, people like Wolfowitz, people like Rumsfeld, right? Colin Powell, very, very cold-blooded and calculated. Cheney, of course. And you look at that administration, one of the uh, architects of the great narratives they were selling you then, which were bullshit, by the way. Hmm? War of terror, everybody. Police state coming here now, full-fledged. Full-fledged. Okay, Carl Rove. And Rove is out there now. You know, he's he's a rebrander, man. He's a Bernaysian master. He's the guy, and you can look it up, that says, we create reality. In other words, bureaucrats inside a system run by a, a military industrial complex promoted by the media. That's Rove. That's the guy. Okay? We create reality, and you get to, like, study it later. That's a paraphrase, but I don't like Carl Rove. And now he's out there talking about what? Well, boomers have been running it for too long. We got to get the boomers out. No shit, Sherlock. You're part of that crew. And you don't want anybody but establishment people coming up. Because what do you get? You get government like what's happening with McCarthy in the House right now. You know, love it, hate it think it's embarrassing, have no idea it's historical precedence. This should be happening more often because guess what? The people that are supposed to represent us in this constitutional republic based in democratic principles, the voting, okay, they don't. They don't represent us. They gaslight us constantly. And like Cardi B will tell you right now, they're bending us over for $7 lettuce and $5 eggs happening in real time the tuckins last night finally started talking about the increasing energy prices that we were discussing yesterday it's a real thing squeezing a lot of people out they're pricing you out of your standard of living right now there is no comeback this time big big time layoffs in the tech industry right now over at uh uh, Lord Bezos' Amazon for the first time, 18,000 or something like that. I think that's a quinky dink. Or you think it's automation is coming. Actually, automation isn't coming. It's here. And it's time. And, uh, you know, for all his faults, the, the Yang boy, Yangers, you know, Mr. Pushing UBI himself, he warned you. Now, his solution is right in line with all these people, as you've seen if you've been watching this program. but. At least he told you. See, they tell you all of it. They tell you you're going to have climate reparations. They tell you you will eat the bugs. It's funny. You know, um, me and this guy for the first time uh, yesterday that's uh, doing a podcast with Pat, we're talking. And <laughs> he, he he goes, are, are, are we going to eat the bugs, Jason? Because Pat said something like that. And I, I literally put my hand on my head and I said, dude, it's, it's so much worse than that. Because it is. It's not just the bugs, the printed proteins. It's the mandatory medicines. The Department of Hygiene. You say that to most people, they have no idea what's going on. Department of Hygiene, what are you talking about, Jason? 
Oh, look it up. You got to trust science when the Department of Hygiene's on it. So I've actually got two more stories I want to hit. And then, like I said, what we're going to do um, that we haven't done on at least on this broadcast live, but uh, we're going to do it. Let's come over here. Let's hide the old VLC desktop. And then we're going to go right to your uh, questions and comments. Let's keep it clean. huh? Let's not get too trolly. Let's let's stay kind of on subject matter. Because you know me, I'll, I'll break out the band hammer. I have no shame in that. So two things I want to hit. Now, one, it, 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 it boggles my mind how simple people are. And I know I use the term simple twice in this tweet. It's like a big tweet for me. This is the kind of action I get on Twitter. 16 and a half thousand views, almost 50 retweets, right? And 315 likes. That's big for Jason Burmes in our reach. Okay, especially on the Twitter. And I saw Musk tweet this. And I actually think I did like a whole rant on uh, American Media Periscope about it. If you didn't see that, uh, I'm going to go on quite the rant right now. Because obviously the graphic itself um, is pretty profound, right? It's nothing simple about it. But the simpletons in the, uh, <laughs> in the comments that want to come after me, that don't follow me, that don't understand my work, that defend Musk at no end. They're like, you should read the books. And I'm like, dude, I, I <laughs> you know, it, it's, you've got Orwell's 1984. You've got, you know, that's obviously the big brother, the track trace database, except the false reality, two plus two equals five. We've always been at war with East Eurasia into brave uh, new world and the pharmacologicals. And Soma added on. And then Fahrenheit 451, which was actually published in uh, Playboy back in the day. Uh, Huxley doing Brave New World. Bradbury uh, Fahrenheit 451. It's got you are here in here. Now, I knew that this thing had been around for years. And that's why it's a simple post. I, Elon Musk himself, does he even post this? Or is this part of the PR team? And people are just buying into it. Right? So I put this up there. And boy, again, the cult to Elon came out strong against me. They always do. They have no idea what's going on. I feel bad for him at some point. And even before that happened in mass, the, the irony is huge. Because, I again, I'd known it had been around for years, but it was actually made by my friends over at TrueStream Media, who I constantly promote, uh, Aaron and Melissa Dykes. In one of their videos, remember their mini documentaries, uh, we've been showing clips of uh, the king of the world. The king of the world, really important one. You should go check it out if you haven't. I constantly talk up the minds of men. And for him to tweet this graphic out is even more ironic because they're the real deal. You think Aaron Musk, or I'm sorry, Aaron Dykes is uh, is playing up to, to the Musker nuts? No. And you know what? Now's a good time. Before we go to your questions and comments, I've got one more story we're going to hit. Okay, now is the time to let everybody know that I do have a large-scale forum. I think this is going to be with uh, Ryan Christian of the Last American Vagabond. Great website. Uh, a lot of exclusive news. He, of course, does a great show as well. Let's see. And there we go. Uh, Derek Bros of the Conscious Resistance. In other words, great. Great stuff. I think Whitney Webb is going to be there. And then James Corbett, uh, big time. 
They're still waiting to hear back from Whitney, but uh, on the 12th, it's 6 p.m. Central. 6 p.m. Central on the 12th, that's a Thursday. So that is one week from today at 6 p.m. We are going to be having a big-time roundtable on Elon Musk nuts with the heavy hitters, guys. Huge, huge. So last night, I'm sitting there, and uh, I'm watching Gutfeld in between uh, some video game relaxation at the last night of uh, my sleep because, hey, guys, I, I, I got I, I've even got some pretty dark unders right now and still getting, you know, I still got probably like five hours of sleep. No excuses. I'm watching Gutfeld, and out of nowhere, what do I hear from Gutfeld? I hear Gutfeld talking about what? He's talking about Webb Hubble fathering Chelsea Clinton. You don't hear that in the mainstream media much. And it's kind of funny because everybody acts like, you know, politics is so dirty. And it's pretty dirty. Don't get me wrong. But it seems like certain things are totally off the table. And out of nowhere, Gutfeld uh, is cracking a joke that the Clintons, well, at least they had to have sex once. And then he goes, well, unless, you know, that's Webb Hubble's kid. And back in 2016, just before the election, I did a, a piece for We Are Change. This is before I started working for him full time, obviously. And I decided to just put it out there. Of course, it did not go viral. Weird. <laughs> and it's not my best work. We'll read it. And it just shows you, you know, we'll talk about some sex scandals, but some things are just still off uh, limits. With only days away from those followed an extraordinary presidential election of all time, the debate has devolved into the sexual behavior surrounding the candidates more than ever. Grab them by the, oh, you know what, Donnie T. Donald Trump, the GOP nominee, Hillary's husband, Bill Clinton, the former president of the United States, and now Anthony Weiner has somehow entered the fray. It is quite sad indeed that the media has chosen to run with this angle and it speaks volumes about the tabloid celebrity-obsessed nature of the United States. But if we're going to go there, let's go there. First, we have Donald Trump, a man who has been married three times, uh, has been very open and frankly arrogant about his opinion of women, especially in televised interviews over the last three-plus decades. It's a fact, Jack and is now being crucified for grabbing the world by the you-know-what. Seriously? Folks, everybody knew what they signed up for when he announced he was running. He ran beauty pageants, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Has Trump been a misogynist in the past? Absolutely. Sorry. You know, I, you know, I stick by that, by the way. The truth is, how many men out there can say they haven't acted in that manner at some point in their lives, let alone yesterday? It's not something I or any other man should be proud of, but let's put the uh, shoe on the other foot for a second. If a group of women were having a conversation uh, about the most attractive, attractive one of them, and the, I'm sorry, and, and the most attractive one of them stated, sometimes I just walk to, up to the hottest guy at the bar and grab him by his, oh, I'm not going to say that on air. Man, I was dirty. Um, uh, they let me do it. Would anybody really be outraged? I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it, folks. Now let's take a look at Bill Clinton. Ever since Bill Clinton first ran for president in 1992, his 
sexual promiscuities uh, and alleged predatory sexual behavior, including rape, have been widely available to the public. I would never defend any type of unwanted sexual advances, but once again, we all knew this years ago. Although the mainstream has underplayed this, perhaps the most striking, they have failed uh, to detail in depth his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Remember, we're, we're, we're reporting on Epstein well before a lot of other people, and that's old for me, even in 2016. It was revealed in May that Clinton's uh, flight logs had been traveling with Epstein at least 26 times during his presidency. Epstein, a billionaire, flew in a private jet dubbed the Lolita Express, those unfamiliar with Epstein, should note that he is a convicted pedophile who allegedly uh, ran what uh, many refer to as a sex slave island, which trafficking in underage girls for the upper echelon of the society in the Virgin Islands. To be fair, uh, there have been allegations of Trump being tied to it as well. So far, there is no hard evidence. Meanwhile, Hillary went uh, with Bill to the island six times. So let's clean that up a bit. You notice that I wasn't shy about talking about Trump's relationship to Epstein, which it obviously happened. Now, as far as underage girls, that's never panned out as far as I've seen. By the way, not even 50 thumbs up. Can we get a up on YouTube? Um, we've got that right there. It's it's part of the course. Uh, little is yet to be reported in uh what in those emails, and they apparently contain classified information. And the fact is, we can't be to know before the election what is there. unless of course he is playing on one last dump in the next day or so. They didn't do it. It is again worth noting that the underreporting uh, of the pedophilia angle of this story. Correct. And by the way, I missed a whole paragraph there. Sorry, this this uh, out of nowhere, I'm getting this reverb i've never gotten before on the show killing me um let's see so it says where's the outrage regarding the sexual abuse of children among the global heavyweights including the political elite now this brings us uh some of the latest revelations regarding anthony weiner who is now somehow involved in the email scandal with regards to sexting a 15 year old girl and by the way that was a huge uh scandal via skype and they brushed that up under the rug and the only reason that came out wasn't because of uh the laptops and the emails or any of that stuff it came out because uh the girl herself and others went public with it that's the only reason uh human abedin happens to be married to wiener and up until the scandal hitting the news hillary's top aide wiener is probably the worst of the worst at being caught in a serial deviant sexual behavior uh but those in the know understand this is par for the course the guy's got a podcast again it's crazy nuts let's see so uh, yeah i mean by the way look, look at the guy next to me that's not chelsea clinton's dad i'm sure it's not <laughs> i'm sure it's not guys so what's missing here um well how about hillary clinton herself the mainstream media has never strayed into the possibility hillary clinton has been unfaithful to bill or that there is an open marriage arrangement between the two of them. House of Cards, anyone? Those familiar with the show should note that the protagonists of the series, the Underwoods, a political power couple, have an open marriage that also take part in all sorts of sexual decadence, the type only reported uh, upon briefly in the media, if at all. 
The truth is that Hillary has been uh, rumored to have a plethora of sexual partners outside of her marriage, both male and female, the latest of which is Huma. However, and I'm not saying that's true. That's Those were the allegations. Maybe they're true. They're not. However, we are not here to speculate on such matters. Instead, uh, let's look at one case in particular, Webb Hubble. All right, there's Webb and Billy. Those unfamiliar with Hubble should note that he, Hillary Clinton, and Vince Foster all came up together uh, in the Rose Law Firm during the 1970s. By all accounts, they were a tight-knit unit that spent countless hours together in their quest for social mobility. These are the social climbers, folks. These are the minions of the predator class and their agenda. Hubble would become the first mayor of Little Rock, uh, Arkansas, in 1979. Bill Clinton, who married Hillary in 1975, would take the governorship a year prior. So what evidence of an affair between the two? Many believe the existence of Chelsea Glenn based on looks alone. Chelsea appears to have no physical resemblance whatsoever to Bill. However, she looks astoundingly like Webb. I mean, take a look here, guys. I, I, you know, obviously I did the graphics for this one, but side by side, if you're telling me that I'm wrong, I don't know that I'm wrong. The interesting thing is that Hubble has refused to deny that he is the biological father. Uh, when uh, asked by WorldNet Daily, Hubble responded, no comment. Truly bizarre indeed, if there's no possibility of such a thing. In the end, why would this matter? It goes to show you the level of secrets that Clinton have kept for decades upon decades in their continued quest for more and more power. It also gives a very candid portrayal of how the media has handled scandals involving the Clintons over the years. When you go to the voting booth, keep that in mind. Never about right or left to me, about right and wrong, and take a good look. Take a good, hard look. Tell me I'm wrong. All right. Let's go to your questions and comments. And go down the line. Uh, we got about 34 minutes before we go. And we hit the uh, premium portion of the broadcast. We're going to be talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger pushing EV vehicles uh, and, and a bunch of other stuff. Also, I'm going to weigh in on Prince Harry. You know, they demonized the hell out of him and Meghan. And I, I, believe me, I haven't watched the shows. I'm not here for royalty at all. But. I'm always like out of all of them that I like, I probably like that kid the best. And the right wing likes to go after them too. Like, oh, they're such whiners. What a nightmare it would be to be brought up by the royal family. I can't even imagine. Sounds terrible. Let's see. Enron Musk blaming inflation on Biden is like blaming the JFK, JFK assassination on uh, Jack Ruby. Correct. Correct. Fluoride zombie slayer. Everybody is so stupid and such a coward nowadays that they are all doomed. Well, I'm a little more hopeful than that big guy. Cardi B knows all about inflation. Yucka, yucka, yucka. But um, didn't they change the definition of inflation and recession? Ha <laughs> ha, the world we live in is upside down. Um, and uh, what a screw job. Let's just say this. They've already done. Okay, like the term depression recession it's pretty much the same thing guys here here's the difference back in the day when we had the great depression there was not a system where everybody had an ebt card or was on government assistance so when they're in the bread line 
it was much more visible because people were at that point supposed to have a semblance of personal responsibility. So it was so much more visual when the economy was down and people had to go to those type of services and charities. Now, as you bring in more of a socialist state, if you will, and I, and I hate to, to say it that way, but that is it's like social services, you bring that in, it's less visible and then you change the language. So the language has continually be, been changed. Now it's uh, on the complete upside down where you can have several quarters with no growth and you can't call that a recession. So it, to me, it's just a, a continual process. All right. That's a wet ass economy. Uh, 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 uh. The technical definition of a recession is two uh, consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. But the, the uh, you know what pump confused the number. <laughs> Jason knows damn well that Trump is just a cul as culpable for inflation. You bet he is. Oh, let's stop that. Um, as culpable, perhaps. And you know what? I don't know if I can even argue that because he's the guy that will all pumped up. I mean, pumped up the economy during COVID. There were record numbers on Wall Street. The pump and dump was huge, and no one talked about that. The problem is, after the fact, now that you have Biden in there, the Inflation Reduction Act, which is the Green New Deal, and this omnibus bill are just, or omnibus bill, omnibus bill. Uh, are, are just next level. So I, I don't know that you're wrong. You know, the, the inflation, is, when they printed all that money during that nightmare, okay, that, that was it. I didn't take a dollar of that money, by the way. I want none of it. I, I, I don't want that dirty money. It's dirty money. Look what they did to this country. Look what they're doing now. And, and Biden's not responsible for it either. Let me get this out of the way. Yeah, in some ways, I would have to say Trump is probably more responsible because he's conscious. Seriously. Like he's actually trying to run the country and be the president, whether you like him or not. Now, is he making every decision? No. Is he making every decision? Well, no. But Biden's not making any decision other than the decisions he's being told to on paper, in, in person. Um, you know, can you imagine how many like marathon type drills they're running with that guy to keep him moving? It's a lot. It's a lot. I promise. Um, yep, gotta love Jason's impartiality in times like this. It's not a battle between right and left. It's a battle between right and wrong. I, I mean, I think I have been pretty impartial, especially in that analysis. Tell me, I'm, tell me, I'm not being okay. Uh, hello from the UK. Hello back from the UK. Good morning, folks from the FEMA region uh, four, Old Hickory, Tennessee. I'll be in Tennessee. Actually, I should get Clay on sometime soon um, in like uh, two weeks or so, a little more than two weeks. Today's Thursday, so that must mean Friday and Saturday are the 20th and the 21st. I'm not sure which day I am speaking on, uh, but we will find out. Enron Musk sounds good. Thank you. Oh, there's the huge jump. There's the huge jump. Okay, let's see. There we go. Both parties contribute to inflation and national debt uh, is always blamed on the other side. I agree with you, Katie. I, I agree. Well, again, that's why I like they're not going after, uh, they're not just going along with Kevin McCarthy. We should have debate. And I don't want Kevin McCarthy. Wouldn't it be great, you know, Tucker talked about 
putting Massey in charge of investigative bodies, et cetera, or oversight committees. How about Massey as a speaker? I would love to see. Can you imagine we have Thomas Massey? For those that don't know, Thomas Massey's the dude. Thomas Massey, as the Speaker of the House, he would constantly be arguing with all the establishment puppets that have bent the knee uh, to lobbyists in the military industrial complex. Massey for Speaker. Uh, Karen, good to see you in there. Thank you so much. Yep, you can sign up for a dollar. You can get that uh, premium action, that sweet, sweet premium action over at Red Voice Media, uncensored. Uh, and you can listen to this uh, live also over at the infowarrior.podbean.com afterwards. Uh, we also got some exclusives over at Rockfin recently of the Making Sense of the Madness uh, sit-in. So go check those out as well. The burst or the burst, the best early morning smack, uh, smackdown of the satanic forces of wrong morning JB sound is just fine. It's a controlled demolition of the economy by both parties. It's a big club. Good morning. I agree. The narratives are all overpriced. Don't buy them. <laughs> and they are uh, quite amusing to hear rich folks talk about how inflation affects them, like GTFO. Get the truck out of here. And you know what? I saw, I was watching Kennedy the other day, and a mother trucker was in there. I don't know who's watching, but I've been saying mother trucker for years. Just saying. Uh, let's see. Parents have kids today. Hand them over to technology and indoctrination camps called schools. Parents are in it for social media posts. A lot of parents are. A lot of people unhappy out there, but they, they portray themselves really happy on social media posts. In fact, you want to know how unhappy somebody is if they're posting over five times a day on one uh, outlet and then on other outlets, chances are things aren't the best unless it's business, right? Business, they're all tools. They're all tools. But what do they really post? Oh, no, I can barely uh, afford my overpriced organic stuff. I'm crying for them. Not look again. I, I think. With uh, Cardi B in particular, it's a different story. Comes up from the ghetto. Hi, Karen. Uh, one of God's greatest inventions, the chicken. Yep, my brother's got some chickens. Gets get some eggs, eating some chickens. Yummy. A restaurant opened uh, in town on farm to table lunch and breakfast because it was cheaper, especially for eggs. Uh, Keen, awesome to see you. Now it is almost uh, four or five bucks, yes, for the eggs. I have been saying it's more like 8% uh, for months now, and people were like, no, that's what the news said. It's like, does your grocery bill, like it's 8%? Common sense. Everything is minimum 30%. King James. So many people have been fooled into thinking vegan life is healthy. Eat some eggs. Eggs are delicious. I'm, I... I got 25 minutes in this hour and then another hour. Eggs sound delicious. I think I might have some eggs upstairs. No, I might scramble some up, a little sunny side. Yum. Morning, JB. How we doing? Part of the issue with eggs is the large amount of poultry farms that accidentally burn down. Yucky, yucky, yucka. Uh, weeds getting cheaper in some places. In some places, not really because of inflation. And, and the available, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's always a black market, but the availability via all these shops that are being set up that already are hitting a price line that is kind of absurd, 
but people will pay it because it's legal and easy and convenient, et cetera. And that kind of drives the black market prices up as well. I eat organic. You have GMOs, plus uh, they put nanotech, uh, such as titanium dioxide and non-organics. Gross. I worked with titanium dioxide once upon a time. It's not good for you. I'll bet titanium dioxide is not good for us. How do they get Zombie Joe moving during the day? He looks like a breeze could knock him over. How long before they push him in a chair? I don't know. This might be the first president that we just all witness it go down and it goes down and like, who knows what will be said. I mean, that happens. Just all hell breaks loose. Can you, can you imagine? I mean, I guess you could, right? They primed us with that shell beep, right? With uh, Elaine from Seinfeld. Seriously, they primed you for like, hey, you know, um, idiot vice president doesn't do much. Everything's about social standing and vapid nonsense, right? And that'll be the president. Why not? Why not? The predictive programming has been here for a while. Weed isn't as good as it used to be. Let's keep going down. Keen, I've been in uh, one of those weed facilities. You ain't wrong. It ain't natural. Yikes. Yikes. My friend says he doesn't trust weed now that the government is involved. Not loving that the government is involved in the way it is. No, me neither. A dozen chickens are very easy to care for and thrive on chicken waste, plus a little scratch, 12 eggs a day coming out your ears. He shouldn't be, uh, because corporate weed growers will use the same glyphosate, uh, glyphosate GMO stuff in their weed they do in the food. Yummy. These shit bags were killing farm animals, perfectly good to eat, to raise the prices. Who? I, I think I'm uh, on my way this week or next week to uh getting my my cow and maybe my pig i think it's like a quarter cow and a half pig again filling up that freezer baby filling up that freezer snowfall this morning when i got the coffee a little bit of snowfall not not too much um still pretty dusty out there maybe like a quarter half inch let's see the bugs can cause cancer let's see Mexican cartel growers in the country use toxic chemicals on cannabis back. Uh, let's see. Arizona has based food vending machines. Gross. Gross. Brave New World 2.0. What people should be asking is why all of a sudden does Uncle Sam want people to have drugs? It's not just, again, it's, it's the plausible deniability. And you, I, I think with... With that, you just kind of generationally have lobbied for it. They know they can make money. Anything that they can make money and then control uh, is a good thing to them. And then on top of that, they push these other psychotropic pharma uh, pharmacological drugs that obviously have way more play on television and are way more harmful in many cases, right? No matter how you look at it. And they're going to move from that to the transhumanist movement of these devices that are under the skin and constantly monitoring you. So I, I think the profit motive is there. I also think that uh, one of the good things my generation has brought up is the absurdity of criminalizing marijuana in the sense that they have. Like, look, 
if you're a nonviolent drug offender, I I am certainly extremely sympathetic to you. Putting that out there. People would do well to see this Elon, this as Elon mocking us, going back to the uh, Fahrenheit 451. And, and look, they were they were dead on. I th- think about how uh go over the graphic again. Like I don't like I don't understand the graphic. He doesn't even get it. We love Elon Musk. 1984, right? You look at this and you are demanded. Is demanded of you. You accept the reality put forth, even if that reality obviously is incorrect or was wrong yesterday. All right. And you have a society in that that's constantly watching you through the telescreens. Oh, gone way beyond that. We've talked about even the nano sensor network, right? So you have that. Then you have the drugged up society we were just alluding to via Brave New World. And we start getting to biomimetics and genetic engineering, and that's happening all over the place. And then now you have the uh, the book burning of Fahrenheit 451, and that's the shadow banning, the censorship, right? The stuff that goes well beyond Charlie Kirk and Von Gino and Twitter two, three years ago. And it goes in the circles, and you're in the middle of it. And we have been for a very long time. We're in the post-truth world. And and that's why Truth 3 Media rocks, because they put out a whole lot of truth in the post-truth world. And look at, like I said, it's a big tweet for me. I screen capped that with with the Muskernuts crew, putting it out like at 31 minutes. He's got almost 10,000 retweets, 40,000 plus hearts. I mean, look how 2.6 million views. We're punching up here, guys. We're punching up. That's what we're trying to do. All right, let's keep going down this uh, row. Thumbs it up, subscribe, and share, guys. And remember, redvoicemedia.com slash Jason. Sign up right now in the new year. $1 for the first week, $10 a month, or $100. Lock it in for the year. The other links to support the broadcast are down below. Let's see. Uh, Tony, uh, Elon is on board with the big boys at the top. I don't trust him. You shouldn't. There's no reason to trust him. It's one of the things that I got to talk to Joe Hoft about. I said, look, man, let's lay it down. He's into automation, sustainability, the carbon credit system, all of it, electric cars, CureVac. Why are we trusting this guy? Starlink, Ukraine. Blackjack, SpaceX. Someone needs to make the real rap song on the Muskernuts. But no, Jason, he's in Rick and Morty. Jason, Justin Rowland was at the Neuralink uh, reveal where they're they're showing you the damn robots. So the brain chip into this like plasty type like brain model. No, thank you. Uh, No, thank you. Mandate organic, know your farmers. It's true, know your farmers. Um, let's see. UKR strikes RF uh, field hospital and temporary barracks on New Year's Eve, Ukraine. Um, let's see. Russian Federation retaliates by wiping four Ukraine NATO bases off the face of the earth. I don't know if that any of that obviously didn't happen. I haven't seen anything like that. 
NATO bases off the face of the earth. I missed that. James Corbett does excellent work. Yes, he does. Next road trip, uh, bring a coffee cup. Gutfeld, so good. I mean, uh, it's watchable. Greg's gotten better over the years. Red Eye, um, very similar show, much later back in the day. Fair play to you, Jason. I don't know how you can think straight so early in the morning. It is early, huh? It is. I mean, it's it's a wee it's a wee bit early. I'm not gonna lie, but we, we're doing it. And you know what? It's good because it puts you on your toes. Um, I think about a lot of the things that I'm gonna be discussing the next day, the night before, and there's just so much material out there that you can review stuff. Like we didn't get through the uh, NASA document. We're probably going to be doing more of that NASA document over on the flip side of the, uh, uh, of the broadcast here during the premium, after we get done with the AMA section, uh, after we hit the news, why wouldn't we hit that document? That's a blueprint, baby. You can constantly intertwine stuff because they lay it out for you. And then all of a sudden, Magically, it happened. Magically, it happened. Uh, put her two mugs up and you can see the father-daughter resemblance. Come on. You're telling me that Webb Hubble isn't the biological father of Chelsea Clinton? Come on. Is, is the sun bright? Growing your own is cool, but the crap uh, falling out of the sky is everywhere. That's awesome. Did he say how the Haiti funds went to the Wedding and Clinton Foundation? Ha, ha, ha. Um, let's see. Chelsea Clinton, what a uh-oh. Well, now. Um, the question is why the government is okay with the people taking drugs. Now it's a brave new world. Correct. That's the question to ask. All these uh, politicians, kids getting high pay gigs, marrying well on TV, uh, et cetera. Exactly. Connections. Who you know. Trump loves women grown women hey you know what the the beauty pageant stuff is out there there was uh one person you can watch uh that they're veiled up that made accusations about um him when she was 16 years old at some kind of a party those were uh later retracted i have no clue i have no clue at all but as far as like the trail to clinton and epstein in that regard perhaps a little darker Spacey and Epstein, perhaps a little darker. Weinstein and Epstein, perhaps a little darker. Um, let's see. Yes, there was a time when it was quite talked about that Hillary was a notorious carpet. Yikes. And her marriage to Bill was one of political convenience only. It was the worst of times in Mystery Babylon, and everything is about to get worse. It's called nepotism. Correct. Trump has always paid for the you-know-what in one way or another. Jeffrey gave him what? Now I'm going to read that. And the cabal. I remember seeing Jeffrey Epstein on the cover of an aviation magazine when I worked in Westchester Airport saying, why, uh, why is this guy famous? Love to find that. Anybody can find me Epstein on the cover of an aviation magazine? We'll put that on air. And, and by the way, um, you know what? Let, let's do this one live because I, I saw a post and I want to make sure it's real. But you had this case where Epstein and, and I think I retweeted it. Epstein's uh, estate was getting sued, right? J.P. Morgan was getting sued via the Virgin Islands. 
And then the post was that Joe Biden going on vacation in the Virgin Islands. And then the next post was the uh, lawyer behind the lawsuit had been fired. I don't know. Let's see what we got. Lawyer fired Epstein J.P. Morgan. We do it live. Yep. <laughs> can't make it up. You can't make it up. U.S. Virgin Islands fires attorney general in Epstein cases. AG fired after claiming J.P. Morgan turned blonde eye to Epstein sex trafficking. <laughs> yeah, the system's not rigged, right? No big deal. No big deal. Just funny. And again, Joe Biden's not running anything. Not a thing. Um, here's an interesting thought. I believe fake King Charles may have shagged William's wife on their first night. Google first night, royal night. I don't know anything about that. Sound bounce. What's sound bounce mean? You can hear the bounce. Hopefully it's gone. Away. I, I, I don't know. What's going on. You know, I'm going to have to do a full on reboot or what. Uh, I haven't had this happen yet. It's the first time I've had it happen ever with this setup. So no bueno. No bueno. Uh, the princess and the princess in their puzzle palace on top. Hinkle on the drive is up to date with the latest Biden scandal in the Virgin Islands. Get up to speed. I don't know who that is. Let's see what we got here. Is this a text of some sort? Yeah, I'm. you know, it's it sounds, I'm, I'm glad it sounds good on their end. It's just that uh, basically I use a speaker to hear everything through. And uh, that speaker, for some reason, is picking up my background mic. I don't even know that it's hooked into that one. I thought it was hooked up into this one, but I got rid of that input. Whatever. We're figuring it out. We're doing it live. We do it live. Uh, let's see. I have a medical marijuana license, and the first time I used I was shocked how strong it is. Definitely not the weed I was used to from high school in the 90s. I think it's made for a reason easier to people who are zombies let's keep going down the line um yep get on that rvm premium they've been manipulating uh the terpenes for decades now old news is no news uh like cold coffee i use d8 d10 much lighter but i am going to try kratom powder some uh somebody mentioned it on here the other day a lot of people have been trying that Kratom stuff. I've never tried it. These people uh, love to make an ex-murder come off like a saint, uh, Jeffrey uh, Dollar. Steph, I used to have my medical cannabis card, and it's way uh, too expensive for medical patients. And yes, it's strong by chemicals, unfortunately, but it saved my life for a time. All right. I think that I'm going to hit the news in this last 10 minutes or so. I want people uh, to come on down. Okay. It's called the executive, that magazine, huh? I'll be checking it out. So let's hit some of these other stories over here, guys. Um, one of the uh, big ones over here all the time when I go to the Daily Mail is Prince Harry and his feuding and Meghan Merkel and blah, 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 blah. And for those that don't know, uh, Harry actually did join the military and they were asking which one um, would you fight? And it's not even close. Like, you know, the, the redhead, the ginger, he's got something to prove. 
Yeah, he would house the bald brother. Not that they're both not kind of bald. And I'm sure that obviously he was treated with like kid gloves in the military, but his brother's just been treated with kid gloves. <laughs> so let's make it happen though. You know, like that would be huge on the pay-per-view. I'm not into the Royal family, but Harry and William either in the cage or celebrity boxing, given even the giant gloves. I'd watch it. I'd be into it. Just saying. I'd be all about it. Chaos. As the House votes to adjourn again until Thursday for Kevin McCarthy's seventh bid to be Speaker, Democrats shout uh, at clerks to let more members cast ballots and Republicans remain in stalemate. I mean, <laughs> I'm loving this, to be honest. I don't want Kevin McCarthy as the Speaker. Do you want Kevin McCarthy as the Speaker of the House? This is a, a malleable establishment guy. Obviously, he wants this position. Um, obviously, the people that are running the show want him to have this position. And one of the interesting things I talked about with Joe Hoff, the Gateway Pundit, yesterday is that not only him, but either even uh, Jim Jeffries, who, who they're calling for and voting for as well, no one's mentioning the elections. Here's the deal, guys. I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you were a celebrity back in the day and you were running for political office, and I'm talking a lot about somebody who's on television every day like a Dr. Oz or somebody who was a NFL football star like Herschel Walker, or in the case of Carrie Lake, somebody who's on the news for decades and extremely respected and on every, you know, and incredibly popular, you won the election. You know, you won handily in most cases. Now we're get gaslit into believing that's not really a thing. And no matter how shady the actual election looks, you have to be like, no, no, elections are great. I'm so glad that our machines are plugged in and there's no audits. I'm so glad that we're doing the ballot harvesting thing and you really can't check the signatures anymore. Awesome. I want one person, one vote, one physical ballot. I want nothing plugged in. Let me repeat it. Nothing plugged in. I certainly don't want it to have an operating system of any kind. I don't want a touchscreen. Sorry. I don't want any of that. No reason for it. Yet that's the system we have because that's, that system uh, is enabling the massive theft of elections throughout our country, period. Period. No one's talking about that over over uh, sitting up there. That's why you want a Massey for Speaker. Massey for Speaker of the House. He would hands down be the best guy. I'm not holding my breath. Uh, that's a, that's another thing that uh, Hoff and I had to say. You know, yeah. Uh, and, and this this is also what I like about Joe. We talked about the Brunson case again. We said, look, we're not holding our breaths. Um. Would love a great outcome there, but get, get, give me a break. Just not there. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, he loves Greta Thunberg. You know that. I know that. We all know that. And he's pushing the futuristic BMWs, right? The EV vehicles. Look at this guy. He's the dude. I, I love him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look how cool that looks. We'll be able to shut it off anytime we want. Arnold, what a sellout. He was the governor. 
the governor, the governator. He's the guy. And again, don't get me wrong, huge movie star dominated that, that there's a great example of what i was talking about one is election do you even know who who arnold schwarzenegger ran against can you even remember i certainly can't i'll be straight up it wasn't because of his political prowess guys it's because he was the terminator he was kindergarten cop he's the running man running man great movie just fantastic he's quaid in total recall predator I mean, I, I I can list them all. How many times I've watched those movies? Let alone me, other people. A multitude. A multitude. All right. With that being said, what we're going to do is we're going to go to that future strategic warfare document. On the other side, it's going to be my cue to the producers over at uh, Red Voice Media. Uh, for you also to come over to redvoicemedia.com slash Jason. Uh, that way, you two can follow along with uh, this document that I, I think, at least to me, to me, you know, if I had to choose one, is probably the most important document that's publicly available because in all regards, it tells you the plan, period. 2001, July. And uh, this guy is one of those bureaucrats behind the scenes that you're not meant to know about. So redvoicemedia.com slash Jason. Let's start saying goodbye to Rockfin. Rockfin, uh, you'll be getting more uh, making sense of the madness stuff today. I can promise you that. We got a dental appointment later in the afternoon. Not looking forward to it, but we got to go get it done, folks. Got to get it done. So Rockfin later on. YouTube, thumbs it up, subscribe, share. Remember all the documentary films are available in the playlist section. They are free of charge. Please watch them and share them. Uh, let's get out of Twitter. Twitter, you know how I feel about you. And Rumble, got got my first Rumble check. A, a big bad $105 deposited, folks. That's that's how we do it with Rumble. I think we've been there five, six months, but hey, it's better than nothing. All right. I think that we are probably almost kind of could be good to go, but we will wait for the text before we really get going. Uh, I want to thank everybody who has come over to redvoicemedia.com premium. Again, there's a lot of other great stuff there other than uh, just the Jason Burmis with the reality rants. There's no, no, no. There's the self-defense warrior. There's Alicia Powell, uh, Alicia Powell and so many others uh, bringing you real news all the time. Let's see. They are good to go. Fantastic. So. Let's just do it. Let, let's just go right through it because we left off on uh, page 35 of 113. And once again, this is the, the blueprint for the uh, technological takeover of the human species on behalf of a predator class. So carbon nanotubes, right? they're talking about essentially technology that will revolutionize warfare amongst other things. That's why they're talking about armor. They're, that's why they're talking about its weight. Um, they also talk about its uh, sen uh, sensibility to temperature, okay, low energy, and how it can be used in uh, computing, et cetera. So th this is part of that nano revolution in the tech industry. Uh, Again, this is a 
two plus decade old document at this point. Okay. So revolution of the power generation and storage opportunities. Now here's the thing. Um, it's hard to find when you see L E N R, it's really hard to find um, a lot of information on that because it has been um, in some cases like reclassified. It looks like certain videos were out there and then they've been taken away. They were from a, uh, government agencies but you see offshore uh methane hydrate uh storage of h2 non-cryogenics um room temperature sc smes advanced fuel cells lithium water air ultra capacitors this technology is real but the thing is as we've talked about they don't really want to give you highly available cheap energy why don't they want to give you that because that empowers you and the game plan is not to empower humanity, it's to enslave it under this guy, this Gaia guys. Okay, free form fabrication. This is like the 3D printing on steroids. Powder wire metallurgy using robotic magnetically steered electron beams to create accelerating local melts grow instead of cut. No fasteners, no strong backs for fasteners. So this is again, it gets 3D printed all together. And I played that clip of the woman from Rocketdyne in 2016, right? Discussing this type of technology and saying, you know, some of it's still classified. But again, think of 3D printing with materials you could only imagine. Nearly infinite fatigue life. Excellent metallurgy. Hmm. Now, you think about UFOs. And again, we talk about different types of propulsion systems that have largely been hit, hidden from the public, et cetera. And this type of quote unquote metallurgy that is usually reported on when you get a crash site, ask yourself, if they're putting this on paper in 2001, how long have they had that technology? Repairable metals at lower weight uh, than uh, far more expensive composites. So let's keep going down the line here. Aluminum vortex combustor, micro powdered aluminum fed into a vortex combustor burns seawater. It provides AIP with high energy density efficiency for inexpensive. Um, um, basically, this is inexpensive energy. And then they talk about transoceanic UUVs. So instead of UAVs, they're underwater vehicles, unmanned underwater vehicles. It would allow the enemy after next to affordably threaten uh, the continental United States via multi-Udenis uh, inshore short time uh, of flight pop-up. So in other words, they're saying that this is a problem, but at the same time, we're going to utilize it. And the China rhetoric, uh, often we talk about their submarines and them being offshore and you know how close their tankers are, et cetera. The new sensors, LiDAR, 50% efficiency uh, via SC optical amplifiers, also femtosecond lasers, molecular and biosensors. Talking about the Internet of Bodies all the time. This is what I'm talking about. Molecular biosensors, nanotags, smart card sensors, sensors implanted during manufacturing and uh, servicing, nano IR. And of course, smart dust. Smart dust, the most important. Well, let's talk about the nano IR for a second. Uh, most people 
are familiar with IR technology via the remote control in most cases and an IR blaster. I always really enjoyed the phones that had the IR blaster that you basically could turn into a universal remote control. I still like that in like the weird off-brand mid-range phones. And Smart Dust, we've talked about, this is a sensor network invisible that is micronized to the fact that you wouldn't even know it being in the air, has been used, was utilized in the War of Terror in Afghanistan. And after it's utilized, you get this feed that looks something like uh, the Batman surveillance system from the, the uh, Christopher Nolan films. Again, you think it's science fiction. They put it on paper in 2001. And it's, it's, again, really hard to find any kind of papers on Smart Dust, but they're out there, and you can read them, and it is real. Smart Dust is cubic millimeter or less combined sensors, uh, communications, and even power supplies, and it floats in air currents. The nanotacks uh, placed on everything and everywhere, everything and everywhere. So this nanotechnology, they plan on putting it what? On everything and everywhere. You're part of everything and everywhere, by the way. Uh, identification and status info. And again, that's part of you also. And my favorite, co-opted insects. So you can, and why don't we do this one live? We can do this one live. The CIA, way back in the day, they had like a fake remote controlled fish. And they had like this dragonfly. And you, I think you could see it at the CIA museum. CIA. Remote dragonfly and remote fish. And, and they're pretty crude from back in the day, but they're in the 70s. Okay, there's the fish and there's the dragonfly behind me. That's not what we're talking about. I mean, I mean, take 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 a look. That's actually not bad. That's actually not bad for a remote dragonfly back in the day. Okay. <laughs> So now we're talking about really biomimetics and having like cyborg drone surveillance systems that are biological. And again, that's 2001. Can you imagine where we're at now? Seriously, can you imagine where we're at now? There's the fish. There it is. Yeah, absolutely. So oh, let's go to this one. Did they do the. Uh, <clears throat> I was I was wondering yeah here here's the uh, putting the bug in bugging now that that's nothing compared to DARPA and growing uh, chips in larva we have the World Economic Forum talking about swarm like intelligence all that's real all that's real okay period so let's keep going down the line over here. I, and it's hard to imagine how far it's gone, by the way, and how classified it is. Some explosive smart dust opportunities, optimal positioning of explosive dust, dust air explosive, so it can be used as a weapon in that sense, uh, formation of explosive lenses, and infiltration of deeply buried uh, and other such targets. So they don't have to be deeply buried, but boy, the surveillance is great. Micro dust weaponry. A mechanical analog to bio-micron-sized mechanized dust, which is distributed as an aerosol and inhaled in the lungs. Yes! 
The dust mechanically bores into lung tissue and executes various pathological missions, a wholly new class of weapon, uh, weaponry, which is legal. No, this is uh, biological warfare. In no way is it legal, but we'll say it's legal. I'm Dennis Bushnell, the chief scientist of NASA. Why don't, why don't we just say it? Uh, the Givens. Uh, gigabyte data transfer rates, uh, optical communications, all there. Petaflop plus computing, all here now. Exceptional AI from bioinformatics and biomimetics. There it is. That is transhumanism, folks. Wondrous, ubiquitous land, sea, airspace, metaphysics, hyperspectral sensor swarms, military and commercial and scientific. Hyperspectral sensor. Survival requires uh, the uh, dispersion size reduction and concealment, and then robotic swarm technologies, primarily commercial and endemic worldwide. The drones are coming. The drones are coming. Uh, assumptions for combat in 2025. And about, by the way, it says agreed upon. That should tell you something. That should tell you something. Again, just from what we've negotiated via nuclear warfare and obviously space warfare there is agreed upon rules and here are some of them the prolif proliferation of tbms it precision strike targeting ubiquitous microsensors camo spoofing robotics and biological chemical munitions yay we've agreed on biological chemical music munitions and you know what people should have known this when we were basically just littering, littering the Middle East with uranium, just not caring at all, doing it big, doing it big. You don't think they'd put worse out there? You bet they'd put worse out there. Ah, logistic assets, highly vulnerable in or out of theater. I mean, depleted uranium, guys. We, we talked about dirty bombs all the time going off in this country when the fear mongering was up on the war of terror. In and near theater ports, airfields possibly unusable, and beam weapons increasingly prevalent. The beam weapons. Uh, that was one of the things that was discussed with me uh, with somebody over at the Tim Cast house, where he thinks uh, in April now, so in, in three, maybe four short months, you're going to start seeing an escalation like we've never seen with Ukraine and Russia. And uh, the beam weapons were one of the things he thinks they're going to break out. Who knows? Who knows? Cruise missiles, current status, range payload similar to TBM at fraction of a cost and are far greater accurate. Uh, 75,000 in inventory of 75 countries, 130 different versions produced in 19 countries. German V1 cruise killed 5,000, injured 40,000. Um, LO, or yes, LO launchable. Anywhere from anything, highly maneuverable. So again, surface to air, air to surface, space. Uh, the then year cost potentially reduced to 10K to 25K. Warhead du jour, uh, carbon fire, fibers, EMP, submunition, CNB, and volumetric. Just love those cruise missiles. Any RPV, UAV, or UUV is, potential, uh, is a potential cruise missile. 
50 uh, countries have UAVs. So here they're talking about what you hear about in the news now as um, kamikaze drones. No such thing as a kamikaze drone because they're not alive. Basically, you have these drones that are fit, fitted with munitions that are mobile. All right, and they're saying that now. These are mobile drones by air or by sea, okay? And I'm not even sure what RPV means, I'll be honest. Um, UAV is unmanned aerial vehicle, and then UUV is uh, unmanned uh, underwater vehicle. I'm not even sure what that is. That's what we're talking about. Low cost and ready availability of requisite technology components essentially ensure the enemy after next will have inventory field of ports of very capable, easily concealed, very difficult and expensive to counter accurate cruise missiles with a potential devil's brew of warheads. Yay, a devil's brew of warheads. That's fantastic. Now, anything with devil's brew on it, just yummy. So volumetric uh, weaponry right here. Uh, you got your EMP. Now here it is, your information, internet, and psychological warfare. They love that. Miniature brilliant sensor, mine combos. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, the nano sensors that you'll never know about. Fuel air and dust air, thermobarics, RF. Yes, RF frequencies, radio frequencies. Chemo bio, uh, anti-functionals, anti-fauna. Is lomers, strained bond energy releases, etc., carbon fibers and blades, and even acoustics. And acoustics went big when they were doing uh, crowd management. That's something uh, open out there, openly been used well over a decade. Anti-personal MW and RF uh, weaponry, heating, high-powered requirements, service effects, and then brain interactions, low frequency modulation. So here they're telling you, hey, we can hit you in the brain with low frequency waves now i don't get into targeted individuals a lot we we do have uh more cases being discussed via the havana syndrome thing but here they're openly talking about it via warfare just just put it out there it, it, it it's going to be tough to prove obviously if you're getting hit up by um the brain interactions and low frequency modulation Kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Effects of low power microwaves, U.S. Army, uh, SRI, and Walter Reed. Behavioral performance decrements, seizures, gross alteration in brain function, 30% to 100% increase in brain blood flow, lethality, interactions between low power microwatts per square centimeter, 0.4 to 3 gigahertz, uh, and megawatt a brain function. So they're, again, you, you thought maybe I was uh, exaggerating that what they were talking about is that brain interaction. Through, I mean, they lay it out right here. Get out of line. Don't take our pharmaceuticals. Become too much of a threat. You know, we might just hit you with the brainwave weapons. Good luck proving that. <laughs> and, and look, I, again, I'm not the guy who sits here and talks about directed energy weapons all the time, but when they put it on paper, when they brag about it, got to acknowledge it, right? Often finger pointless bio archipelago. So here you go. This, this is where they tell you these are the types of things that we can attack you with. 
attack human beings with, and you can't do a damn thing about it. Bacteriological, viruses, prions, parasites, fungi. We talk about spike pr proteins and the prion growing, right? And we talk already, I mean, do I even have to say viruses? Carcinogens, toxins, hormones and regulators. Puberty blockers, anybody? Uh, some are fatal to disabling. Some are short to long uh, time scales. Uh, Anti-flora, fauna, functional. Direct and undetectable binary. Oh! Oh, now we're talking about the programmable stuff. Now we're going into the binary uh, biologics. And then, of course, the natural and genomic, as well as biohacking. Hmm. Fingerprintless. They never release bioweapons, and then they never inject a bunch of people with bioweapons developed by DARPA in partnership with Moderna. That never happened. No. They never tell you that stop transmission and then give you another and another and then another and then say on the radio, hey, every two months, good to go. They never do that. Never. Some interesting then year possibilities and uh, aflatoxin, natural parts per billion carcinogen, airborne varieties of Ebola. Last, they're telling you about the bioweapons, by the way. Binary agents distributed via imported products in vitamins, clothing, and food. Genomically individual and societal targeted pathogens. So you gave up your 23andMe. We'll target you individually, but societally and genetically, we might specify some other pathogens just for you too. Long-term fingerprintless campaign as opposed to shock and awe. I want to point out, this is a 2001 uh, document, the terminology shock and awe was popularized in 2003 when we bombed Iraq. Just a lot of great buzz terms they got out of this one, huh? Good stuff. An existing bio-palmative uh, Venezuelan equine encephalitis. So I'm going to guess this is some kind of a biological agent. It's weaponized by the United States and the USSR in the 50s and 60s. Easily transmitted via aerosol. Highly infections. Uh, low fatality rate. One in five day incubation. Three-week recovery, tested on humans, Operation White Coat, no treatment available. Okay, I mean, they're talking about biological warfare here like it's the best thing since breakfast. No big deal. No biggie. Frontiers of Rapidly Growing Genomic Institute uh, and Institutions. Bio on the battlefield. So here's that great word, sustainment. Food, water, soil, air purification, energy, meds, and health. I love how health is in uh, quotation marks. Again, Department of Hygiene, computing, clothing, greatly reduces logistics tail and enhances capability. Then they get into lethality. Uh, capabilities enhancement, armor, concealment, uh, living camo, hmm? sensors, Bioweaponry, anti-personnel, functional biovirus uh, into biocomputer, explosives, and uh, N2 fixation grow overnight. What is apparently legal? 
<laughs> legal. What can we do to people? Well, microwaves are legal, RF anti-functional and anti-personal weaponry, chemical anti-functional weaponry, legal, chemical psychological effects via sensory organ weaponry, uh, e.g. smell, legal, chemical personnel incapacitation weaponry, non-warfare, e.g. hostage or terrorism only, psychological warfare, always legal, acoustic weaponry, legal, mechanical micro dust legal future non-nuclear explosives for volumetric weapons of mass effect okay so this is outside of nuclear uh metastable inter uh interstitial composite mic cubanes order of six times uh that of uh, tnt fuel air dust explosives 15 times that of tnt strain bond energy releases 100 times that of tnt hafnium uh isomers in the order of a thousand to a hundred thousand times tnt and then atomic boron carbon and hydrogen are under that high energy density materials power explosives propellants tetrahedral um let's see atomic metasable metallic isonomers antimatter L-E-N-R-S, antimatter. Again, try, you, you guys look up L-E-N-R because, again, there's there's some stuff out there. It's above my pay grade. Any, anyone wants to call, talk uh, Leonard Technology with me, that'd be great. Current capability, 98 to 29 uh, pounds. These are the uh, trans-oceanic uh, UAVs. In other words, the UAVs they were using pre-war on terror, pre-war on terror, pre-war on terror in the ocean. Okay. So again, above the ocean and around it, what they could carry and for how long? 2,000 miles on a gallon and a half of fuel. Wow. How about that? And then get about 5,000 miles without the load, it looks like. Provides capability for undetectable, ultra inexpensive swarms against the continental United States. So they're looking at it like, hey, um, this is what we can do now. Could other nations do this to us? Interesting precision payloads, ISR, smart dust explosives, uh, target uh, explode hazmat trucks, chemical plants, oil storage, refineries, bio dispensers, uh, anti-people things, plants, great. Uh, brilliant miniature uh, sensor mine combos, and then CNTs, power lines, and wire blades. Oh, this is a good one. The Blast Wave Accelerator. Yes, the Blast Wave Accelerator. So we talk about this weaponry again. This is 2001. You're going to get a look at a model of the Blast Wave Accelerator. It has a global precision strike on the cheap. Uh, no barrel. Less than 200 feet notched rails. Sequentially detonated. Uh, distributed HE. Mach 21 or less as desired. Up to 3,000 pounds. Uh, you can put the base anywhere. And it's 200, less than 200 pounds uh, via the projectile. Excellent stealth, no plume. Affordability, ferocity, reaction time, survivability, recallability, effectiveness. Being worked on at Aberdeen and NASA MSFC for lofting of fuel and what? Nanosats. We often talk about nanosat technology. This is a blast wave accelerator. Think about what we just talked about. You could have this thing in space. This is like space weaponry. Okay, and you're looking at it. 
page 60 of this bad boy. Page 60. Not even. No, I guess we're a little bit over halfway through, through this document. Slingatron for global precision strike. 10 kilogram projectiles up to a thousand, uh, up to thousands in a minute. Global or less range, $20 million device, whatever we, we just print money. Mechanical on the ground propulsion via gyrating spiral guide tube. Okay, there it is. A multiple hula hoop. The poor man's global precision strike takedown weapon. <laughs> poor man in uh, quotations. Military overhead system, ubiquitous commercial overhead system, scientific overhead system in the context of inexpensive reconstitution via micro nanosats, optical communications, GPS, ubiquitous and inexpensive UAVs and hail adjuncts. Talking about total surveillance. An example of a potential competitor military surveillance intelligence target damage assessment utilization of international scientific global change program. In other words, what could China or Russia do in the future? Extensive increasing international assets, land-based shipped aircraft, conventional hail spacecraft dedicated to measuring on a global scale details of land, atmospheric ice, ocean, uh, biota status, dynamics to understand total Earth system and effects of human on the global environment. Extensive, magnificent, often redundant wide coverage and detailed instrumentation suite, imagining radars, SARS, LIDARs, uh, radar ailments, laser altometers, radiometers, uh, scatter meters, spectro sensors, IR sensors, magnometers, etc. Terabytes plus of data achieved readily publicly available increasing in near real time it's true that's here now sample measurements include i'm not even going to go all through those aerosols so in other words all those uh which are elements and basically like air and then we get the aerosols wind speeds vector profiles vegetation types temperature profiles humidity profiles soil moisture, uh, moisture composition snow cover depth moisture content basically they're saying uh, biologically anything. Then they get to gravity fields and gradients, etc., and oceanic waves, cloud distributions. This is geo and bioengineering at the end. Okay, just putting that out there. Uh, global targeting capabilities are a given. Major issue is legs range for increasingly miniaturized, affordable payloads systems. Range enhancement uh, approaches, air breathing or water breathing uh, to the first order doubles the range. Initial boost for crews, AKA uh, the blast wave accelerator, HEDM fuels, atomic, carbon, isomers, drag reduction, wind friction, waves, et cetera. And then hypersonic maneuvering boost glide. Always so worried about that, the hypersonic we uh, weaponry. So you look at this, uh, a summary, Major influences of the IT bio nano upon future warfare. You got the what? Miniaturized network of multi-physics and, and hyperspectral sensors. You have the robotics and automatics in the large. That is the automation we constantly talk about everywhere. You wonder why they don't care so much that the mill. Oh, we were not meeting our recruitment requirements. They, they don't plan on the military being much human much longer. Long-range precision strike targeting, and then, of course, again, information, internet warfare, psychological warfare is big. Many micro nanosats and cruise uh, missiles, as well as UAVs, 
those are in the in the real right now. Yeah, they type in CubeSats, NanoSats, learn about Starlink, learn about Blackjack, etc. And then, of course, binary biological weaponry. Gain of function, a.k.a. biological warfare. Right there. And then miniature ubiquitous, quote-unquote, smart minds. Little explosives. Increasingly critical human limitations and downsides. Oh, see, this is it. We're bad. We're the bad guys. We're large, we're heavy, we're tender, we're slow, we're gooey. We're the flesh. We require huge logistics to train, i.e. humans have rapidly decreasing to negative value added. I mean, let that phrase right there sink in on this document. Humans have rapidly decreasing to negative value added. Humans suck. Oh! When you try to explain this to people, and they say, you're you're nuts. They never say, they're saying it about human beings 20 plus years ago in a warfare setting. We're, we're large. We're heavy. We're tender. We're slow. Physically and mentally. We're just dumb. <laughs> we're not strong. We're not great. We require huge logistics to train. You know, let's let's really do something about these human beings. I, I you can't make this up. So robotics in the large, it saves lives, it enhances affordability, it redefines the risk threat environment, and enhances effectiveness. So the unattended ones, munitions, sensors, platforms, air, sea, land, right? UGVs, that's the land. Um, think about in Israel, where you go through checkpoints and you have an automatic gun that's not manned by a person, but it sure has munitions in it. And there are unmanned and unattended sensors that are deciding whether you get shot in the face or not. That's what they're talking about. Logistics, uh, spoofing, obscurance, RSTA, including NBC, whatever that means. Defense across the board, including counter, recon, and ambush. Offense, obstacle breaching. The shooter, especially mount and mine clearing. Isn't that great? The shooter. And, you know, let's 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 bring that up right now. Let's do it live. Um, let's see. Well, I forget what it was called, but Israeli checkpoint gun. Automatic. Let's see. There it is. The AI-powered gun. It's great. It's fantastic. But, you know, they're just experimenting with it. Yeah. just We got a little experiment going on. Smart shooter. That's what it is. It's the smart shooter. Great. You got it right up on here on the top. You're going to walk through your little... I mean, not, nothing dystopian about that. No. It's great. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right, let's keep going down the line. Emerging characteristics of robotic systems enabled by ongoing IT revolutions, communications, sensors, computations, and miniaturization. From expert systems towards AI and beyond. Much more reactive than humans, greatly increased uh, tempo, greatly improved hyperspectral sensors, 
and data fusion, greatly improved accuracy and lethality, greatly improved accuracy and lethality, greatly improved affordability. It's cheaper and deadlier, more accurate too, and it's smaller. It redefines risk, minimal casualties, salutes CNN syndrome. Oh, yeah. They talk about CNN syndrome in here. I don't think we've gotten to CNN syndrome, but but it, it that's the manipulation of you, okay, via the media after the first Gulf War and how they're going to utilize that in psychological warfare. So you'll accept the robots because of the minimal casualties. Greatly reduced logistics. Robot intelligence, two flavors, traditional AI, rule-based, and then uh, experiential, behavior-based, neural nets, other soft computing. The combination of these is current best bet per Moravik to produce artificial cyber life, which will possibly to probably be sentient, but will not be anthropomorphic. So right here, Telling you, yeah, we're going to create consciousness. Um, these entities that Kurzweil has talked about, okay, that's a reality. And they're going to be, quote unquote, sentient life. Lovely. Because we're icky, gooey, weird human beings. That's why. And here they have an evolution uh, of computer power cost, brain power equivalent. I mean, this is the graph, but again, this, this is the graph that we we come from, like bacteria, right? And I'm sorry, I don't buy into it. Call me kooky. Call me kooky. Robotic intelligence. Oh, sorry, did I go back up? Sorry, my bad. My bad. What is beyond robotic systems, sensors, platforms, weapons, and munitions? Um, from the automation revolution to autonomous warfare. Computer capability will exist beyond the teraflop. Do AI or wire connectivity is a given. Uh, competitor capabilities, tempo sidelines, the uh, innate inadequacies of human interactions, education, conscious decisions, timelines. Yes, the innate inadequacies of human interactions, education, and consciousness. Uh, little to no troops. Acme warfare, LTD. In other words, we're getting rid of the humans. A flat hierarchy, demise of main in the chair, whatever that means. Yikes. High level, soft sciences, human aspects, boundary conditions, sociological and quote unquote humanitarian, political, environmental, religious, psychological, economics, etc. In other words, when you look at this, okay, this is how we bring it in. This is how we do it through politics, the environment, and the sky is falling, um, through religious aspect, aspects of this. And I would say the religious ones, when we look at it, the way to do that is you just point to the enemy, and then, again, you're going to want to save the lives. It's ethical. So many people would be behind these robots. You have no idea. You have no idea. Non-explosive warfare, internet warfare, okay, and then psychological warfare in the large happening everywhere. Anti-functionals, you have the uh, chemical warfare, the biological, etc. And then you have the RF warfare. And then you look at the sensors, they have the natural warfare. Uh, utilize institutionalized plants, animals, insects as sensor platforms 
instruments to indicate presence, movement, characteristics. So it's not just the internet of bodies for us that I constantly talk about. It's literally turning them into surveillance objects as well. The fly on the wall, a sensor. Weapons and munitions utilize animals, e.g. urban rats, insects, as delivery systems, munitions, feeding, swarming, biting, poisoning. So let's, let's build biologically weaponized rats. Let's do that. Let's unleash them on our enemies. I mean... <laughs> This thing is like something out of a Bond movie. Like a, like a, throughout the movie and you want to know their plan, you cut to page, you know, 72 or 14. It's right here and they're certain it's happening. I mean, this is the blueprint. I say it again and again and again. Utilize institutionalized explosive destructive capabilities, uh, e.g. offshore methane hydrate dams, etc. Characteristics, future emerging sensors, munitions, weapons, and platforms are inexpensive, numerous to hordes, clouds, swarms. They're small, they're light, they're ubiquitous. They're readily available, largely com tech, long range, volumetric, or precise, and both explosive and non-explosive. Smart to brilliant. They love it. Potential future orders of magnitude increases in overall weapon effectiveness availability at orders of magnitude reduced cost. Biological, chemical, molecular, nano computing. Yes. Ubiquitous optical comms. Yes. Micro nano ubiquitous sensors. Yes. Bioweaponry. They put it there. They put it there. Bioweaponry. Not just gain of function. Bioweaponry. Cooperative swarms of cheap, small weapon sensors, volumetric weaponry, and then cyber artificial life beyond. AI. Major anti-US uh, asymmetrics, long, increasingly vulnerable logistics chain, long, undefendable coastline. Okay, they talked about that. Sensitivity to casualties, greatly enhanced by CNN syndrome. But they talk about exploiting that. Vulnerabilities to terrorism. This is pre-9-11. And then all of a sudden, CNN syndrome really got exploited, didn't it? Increasing over-reliance upon vulnerable overhead assets. Potential en route logistical vulnerabilities. Logistic surface ships and air are non-LO and undefended, could be targeted and uh, uh, attriated inside the continental shelf by eggs, subsurface floating encapsulated missiles implanted by freighters uh, via the sea or air, transoceanic UAVs, USVs, UUVs, they've got the torpedoes, the missiles, uh, the submarines, the blast wave accelerator, et cetera, mines, and then a cruise and TBM missiles. Fundamental problem with future U.S. projection. EAN can have country-sized magazines filled with hordes of inexpensive precision strike munitions, area denial. U.S. forces run out of bullets and die. Beam weapons are not a panacea. There are inexpensive workarounds available. We shouldn't be running out of bullets, by the way. And, you know, again, this is more of an excuse to what? Fund the military industrial complex, fund these programs, and really strike fear into those that would go against it. Deepwater subs with large loadout. Swim in weaponry, only survivable close in platform. Okay. What do we got here? We got, let's see, 21. We've actually got about a third of this left. So I think 
I'm going to leave that. We're going to make this into three spots. There's only only so much of it I can take. Plus, I've been ranting and raving for an hour and 40 straight. It's just been me and you. I do want to remind everybody that I am a documentary filmmaker. And so much of what we have discussed today and discussed in the past are covered at length in my films, Loose Change and Final, uh, Loose Change Final Cut and Fabled Enemies, both of them uh, 9-11 pictures that will give you a larger idea of what is really going on out there. Invisible Empire, A New World Order to Find, and Shade the Motion Picture, uh, really my global governance films, as well as bioengineering and geoengineering when you talk about shade, really more of a historical reference to the terminology of the New World Order, how it plays into all of these collectivist ideal sets, and how it is not fictitious. Get that. We're on band.video. We are on the bit shoot. We're all over the place. Redvoicemedia.com slash Jason. If you're watching this on the replay is where you can get the live stuff and also over on Podbean via the audio. We got to start doing the call-ins as well. That's something I want to push forward with. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for me in the week. I want to say it again. It isn't about left or right. It is always about right and wrong. And I will report down the line no matter what. That's how we does it here. It's Reality Rants with Jason Vermis. I love you all. I will see you on the flip side.